Jessica. Joseph. We are in the fortress of solitude. <laughs> <laughs> this is, we're on location at Jessica's house, and she just informed me where we have been recording these podcasts is the cat's room. Right. I thought it was your office. Office slash spare bedroom slash extra TV room slash cat room. I'm trying. I'm trying once again to hold this microphone. So if there's any any rattling going on with the cord, I apologize. Why you got to be so rattling? Oh, off the elevator. That's what we are. I know. That's the name of the podcast. I know. We forgot. Off. In case y'all was wondering. Well, it's not over, so technically we didn't forget, <laughs> right? Right, for sure. So yeah, I mean you got a a desk over there. That's my style desk, by the way. Uh, the e glue table. Yeah, from Sam's Club. Right. And uh, some computers and keyboards. And I see a Bible and some books and some. What, what kind of filing cabinet is that? That's what you call Rubbermaid. Rubbermaid. <laughs> and uh, you got a little bed for the baby. It's actually for my mother. Oh, for your mom. <laughs> She's and, the only one that ever comes and stays. So if you came and stayed, you could sleep there. But But looking in here, I ain't like. Whoa, cuz that's where the cats stay. <laughs> Until I was like, Is there something in the hallway? And he was like, Yeah, they're the cats because we're in their fortress of solitude. Yeah, this is a room where the um the dogs are not allowed, so cats only. They come and hide out. Lay <laughs> around. See, that's the chair right here. Right. Covered in cat hair, the cat chair. Cat hair chair. And that's why I'm holding this microphone. I mean, you do look slightly uncomfortable. No, I'm comfortable. It's a lot better than the chairs in my studio. Well, you? that's a true statement. So, yeah. I think I'm, <laughs> when we get the studio set up, we're going to have arms, and we can just kick back and chillax. Right. So, Joseph, what have you been doing? Working. Working, recording other podcasts for Red-Blooded and... Podcast heavy, as usual. Podcast heavy. Right. And uh, that's about it, really. Hunting season's starting to ramp up, so we're getting ready for that. Hunting season. The specific hunting season. Well, right now it's squirrel season. Squirrels. But we use our squirrel season to also scout for deer. Hmm. But next Saturday, which will have already come and gone by the time this podcast is released... Uh, next Saturday will be dove season. Wow. I used to get towed up from the flow up opening day of dove season. This will be your second sober dove season opening, correct? Yeah. uh, We've talked about it a good bit. Right. A couple of times. Do you feel uh, less angst than you did last year? Well... It's it's not funny you ask that. Cooney, my youngest son, while I was washing the dishes yesterday, he uh which would probably be the first time I can remember him even talking about my alcoholism, he asked me, he said, Daddy, do you ever get the urge to drink or want to drink? <laughs> he asked me that yesterday while I was watching washing the dishes. And I said, Well, for right now, son, I don't, I can't say that I get the urge mm-hmm. as much as I get the thought to upcoming mm-hmm. events. And I, he said, well, what do you mean? I said, think of how our dove season, our opening day used to go. Mm-hmm. And uh, he laughed and he said, yeah. He said, we'd usually start hunting at one in the, in the afternoon because dove season didn't start till 12 up until this year it starts in the morning this year that changed it leave to come home till one in the morning wow and uh i said that's right i said because we'd hunt and then i'd go to kicking them back and he sort of snickered and laughed and he said yeah call a buddy of mine's wife i ain't gonna say her name but call her up and to come pick us up because he'd be hunting with us. Stop and get another six pack on your way, mm-hmm. or call my wife up. Can you can you bring some more shells and get another twelve pack on the way? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So 
it uh it made me think about it you know right it, it made me think about it i was able to uh sort of it was a blessing really to see and to hear him you know, i mean it just shows he's been thinking about it right you know what i'm saying it just shows that that he's noticed and uh that i hadn't been drinking and it you know it shows too that that he cares oh for sure you know what i mean for sure so with uh you know I, I, a lot of times i I think i don't know how you feel about it try to try not to bring it up that much because i don't want to be i'm an alcoholic in recovery uh heavy Does that makes sense <laughs> well i think that for me i am um, i want people to know and i want my kids to understand and i should say more so dane um because he's the oldest and mason you know at some point um is gonna god willing have never i mean he won't remember ever seeing me that way um you know but but dane you know he's asked questions and he's you know said stuff about you know how I feel or do you feel this way or you know he actually asked me one time and he said you know do you think that I will have a problem and I said uh I said no I said I I, I don't I don't think that right like I like my prayers are that you know so nothing he, he asked you that mm-hmm. really? like, like nothing um would ever be put on him like that right you know um Obviously, I talked about you know how I don't want him to do it, and you know it's just the same thing you do with teenagers. You know, don't do drugs, don't blah blah. Um, but I can get that. You know, it's not. I mean, I try not to be like, "Mom's in recovery." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, in front of him and his friends. You know, I yeah. mean, it's different when you're amongst people. You know, and you're you're in a sober mom group. Mm-hmm. You know, or you know, you're at a meeting and people can relate to you with children of the same age but well you know i think too is um th- this podcast that we do you know we have to and we are appreciative because this takes time away from our family yeah you know what i mean i mean we're all friends we've been family friends for ever yeah so it's not like decades you know it's not like a, a big inconvenience your husband, oldest son, and my oldest son, they're at a youngest Braves son. Game. Your youngest son. Youngest son. <laughs> are at a Braves game and me and you are recording a podcast and you're gonna have to go back and forth to check on Materhead. Right. But I don't feel like I'm missing out. No, 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 no. But what I'm saying is is we, we record these podcasts and you know, I wonder sometimes do they think Man, these jokers is podcast this and podcast this and <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, right. And podcast this, but so, you know, I'm appreciative for your husband and your family that uh they support this. Same for yours. And I'm appreciative to my wife and my family for uh you know, they support us with it. Right, for sure. And uh it helps me. Oh, it totally helps me. And uh, which you are the the Instagram and Facebook guru, so you <laughs> you you mainly get the messages and whatnot, and see all the likes and the, the people commenting and stuff. So yeah, it is reaching some people. Praise God! It's not us. Yeah, I don't know nothing at, at all. It's, <laughs> it's 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 if we say one thing or can resonate something of the Lord of the gospel then I feel like we won. Well, you know, and it's all about people not feeling alone. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't, I can't, neither one of us could do this if it wasn't, you know, for our relationship with God. Right. You know, you, we can, we couldn't will ourselves. Yeah. To not drink. And, and, it just is, that's not how it works. Right. (laughs) If it could have worked, I mean, all those, all of those, you know, what do they call them? Foxhole prayers. All those times I was at church. All the times when I said, "I don't, I don't want to drink today. I'm not going to drink today." And then I was drinking by one o'clock right. or two o'clock. Um, you know, those would have worked. So, so which which brings me to this. Me and you had talked uh, 
once this week about the things that come out of our mouth. Mm-hmm. Right? And um, in a, would you call it a negative aspect? That. <laughs> well, it's funny that you said that, what you started off with before, because I was thinking, huh, that was a nice lead-in, but I don't think you connected it, or maybe you did, but... Um, You know, being in a situation where something happens and our thought goes to, man, a drink would sound, would taste good right Right. now. Because there was, I'm going to say this, I got one point on my head that I don't want to skip over, right? Okay. But there was one time this week, you had asked me a question. I can't remember the specific question. And I said, yeah, it could be that, or a 12-pack of beer would be even better. Mm -hmm. And you was like, whoa, (laughs) cuz. I know you're playing, but don't play like that. Well, that would that was more that wasn't the first time you'd said it. Right. In the last short period of time. Right. And and we talked about that and I was like, "You know what? You're right." Mhm. And um so saying that real quick back to the podcasting. Mhm. Have you ever thought, do you ever feel that maybe it's possible that we get too much telling the things we're capable of doing as far as things that wouldn't be perceived uh, Christian-like or maybe some things that we need to work on, that we're too too open to talk to each other about those or to air them out on the podcast and don't go to God enough with them. So, so like when I said this podcast helps us and just – be frank. If you don't want to answer, somebody answer. <laughs> do you think? Do well, let's you be think, clear, y'all. He just is sneaking things up on me. <laughs> do, do, do you think that uh, it's possible that, in the name of the podcast, helping that maybe either one of us, me or you, say some things and don't go to God about it because we're like, oh man, I feel so much better getting that out. Have you ever thought about that? Hmm. Um. I didn't mean to uh, give you the. You look like a the cinder stumped. block. You look like a cinder block sitting there with two big old eyes. Um. Well. Wow. Okay. It just come to me as we was talking. So uh, probably. Yeah. Right. Um. Probably. I mean, how many ums can come out of my mouth right now? I mean, seriously, right. Joseph. What? Well, I'm what? sorry. I mean. Hey, it just come to me. It was uh, on me. It was on me to ask you. Yes. Because I think I can do it. I think that, um, man. So, so <laughs> but that is also something when we talk about things coming out of our mouth, right? And you think, well, man, you can't, you can't say some beer would be better or cursing or I'd like to punch that dude in the mouth. Mm-hmm. Or look at that joker right there. You know, I'd like to pull his hair or some crazy mess like that. You know, or, or singing a dirty rap song, right? I don't sing dirty rap that, songs. Those are, those are easy to say, man, you, you, you can't do that, right? But when you're saying what is perceived to be good and feels good about something that maybe was negative or that you knew you should have done for your faith, but you haven't gone to God. Now you feel better about it. That's that's still coming out your mouth. That is true. Yeah. Um. Man, can we just talk about <laughs> how I'm not normally at a loss for words? So let's go back to the first part of what you said. Um, I think that people instantly want to get off what they have to say and if they have if i have a situation where i feel some kind of way um in a bad way or a uncomfortable way you know talking about it with you or you know in a meeting or on the podcast does oftentimes help right um i don't necessarily think it's one or the other right Mm -hmm. i think that one leads to the other or vice versa so if i experience something or we talk about something or i have some sort of movement right then that usually carries over into my conversation with god right 
or vice versa. If I have a conversation with God and say, you know, I really should share this or I really should say this. Um, but as a big picture of not going to God enough, the answer to that would be yes. Right. 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 So there are a handful of things in this past week, you know, I had heard in a meeting a couple times about a God box and I had actually created a God box and you know, for those of you who don't who aren't sure, I wasn't sure either a form of letting things go. Right. You write them down, you put them in this box, you know, you're giving it to God and um so I started uh I started doing that. Right, just writing some things down that I was having a hard time letting go of, you know, feelings or situations or whatever. Um, but it was an acknowledgement that mm-hmm. there are some things that I keep to myself, right? You know, and there are some things that I am continuously taking to God, and I'm like, well, here we go again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's. Uh, we know how this is going to go, um, but I think I've said it before. Uh, I'm obviously not getting something. Right. You know, because he has the ability to move or change us. But I have to realize that things are exactly the way they're supposed to be. Right. And the more that I stop fighting against the grain, the more I'll probably see. Right. And I don't really like that. Like, as a whole, for me, I like to be in control of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and not like... People who really know me might laugh. I was going to say, not like completely control, but but I do. I like to have some semblance of control of what's going on in my life. Um, and when I feel like I don't, then that's where I start trying to. Right. Overcompensating, moving things around. If I do this, what about that? If I do this, what about this? What about that? You know, back and forth, back and forth. The crazy, mm-hmm. you know, my sponsor would say the, the Rubik's Cube in my head the you know just moving shifting the pieces around when i get in that space right um yeah i keep a lot of stuff to myself yeah you know it was just a thought that come to my head when we was talking earlier about things that come out of our mouth is that you know we can it's it's easy to when you're in a good mood and you're happy to to cut up and dig on yourself and say I didn't do this and I didn't do that and or I did this and I did that and you know it just it struck me as whoa huh I never I never even talked to God about that I didn't pray about that you know what I mean right. I didn't uh, which leads then you know to like like what we were saying is uh, venting if you if if I call you or call the wife or the wife calls me or a friend you know vice versa and you get on a subject that about work or something or somebody or you know what's going on in the world today right and you just go soapboxy and pitch a fit and i mean you can be a little soapboxy and then you go (laughs) and then you go well thanks for listening that made me feel so much better right you just dumped your garbage on them. Yeah. And let's talk about when you're angry and you do that. Mm-hmm. Man, you were just giving though, that, that situation more power, in my opinion. You were just, well, we read, we're reading a book that talked about venting mm-hmm. and how it could give, um, I don't know if it said evil thoughts. Mm-hmm. Did it say evil thoughts? Mm-hmm. Evil thoughts, more power mm-hmm. when you're venting. You know, I'd like to grab that joker by the collar and just shake him. Right. Yeah. Well, it feeds it feeds the negativity. Right. Which, you know, goes down that trail, right? Then it's it's all about reframing your thoughts. So if you if something happens and like you don't get it out or you don't get a chance and heaven forbid we're not gonna go you know, a lot of times we don't even think, Oh, I'm just gonna go to God and tell him how pissed off I am. Right. You know, when it when in fact that's really what he wants us to do. <laughs> but we're looking for the first person we can call or the first person that calls us is going to get it. <laughs> right. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, that didn't really make us feel better. Mm-hmm. And then that really upset the person that we talked to. And then I got really upset because I got an email that I didn't like. And then I got really upset because, you know, Dane didn't get a good grade in science. And the next thing you know, man, I, you know, I can right. hear the ice in the cups. Well, let's, let's talk about the uh, fact that you know, if you if you vent to a friend, 
or to a colleague, nine times out of ten they're going to agree with you. And if and if somebody's <laughs> venting with you, nine times out of ten they're going to agree with you. Yeah, you need them but to co-sign your BS. Straight up, if you don't want to hear no or yes or chill out, calm down, or you need to be doing this from God. So you were afraid of the no? I, well, you might be afraid of the yes. You know? You, you might be afraid of the yes. Because sometimes I wonder, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go. Well, and it all becomes, it's all a perception of how what we hear and when we hear it. Right. Okay? So, a lot of, all, most of the time, it's not a, you know, in my experience has not been a yes or no. One, probably because I've not been asking yes or no questions. Right. Simple questions like we talked about. Um, but there's also some self-righteousness in that, in that pity party that we have with ourselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's hard to go, sometimes it's hard to go to to God with with our pity party. Yeah. Because we feel like it's, you know, it's right. right. You know, like we, we have the right to be mad. Right. Or we have the right to be pissed off. Or we have, you know, whatever the situation is. And we're not looking for a resolution, which is what venting is. We're not looking for a solution or the resolution to the problem. You're just trying to spew, which I do all the time. Right. Which we all do all the time. Um you know, which we talked about in the scripture where it says what comes from comes out of your mouth comes from your heart. Right. And 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 I think that and I'm like, man, and I'm all like, oh I mean, that person just driving really slow. They must not have anywhere to go. Why are they being so stupid? Or, you know, like I yeah. like I was earlier in the right. car. The guy behind me's riding me and I'm like screaming at I'm I'm literally screaming at him in my car. Please buy me. I need a new car. Why are you riding me? I mean, like, right, acting right. like a crazy person. <laughs> right. Well, you know, like I said, and a lot, a lot of times venting for me, which, you know, is something I fell out regular, and is I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do this, and if this person does this, I, you, I tell you what, this is going to happen, and this is going to happen. And this is going to happen, and I oh, you play it out. I don't get to do that if I go to God. <laughs> you don't get to have control of the situation, right? For so, sure. So I think because he may calm you, right? So in and of the flesh, it I I feel that's why a lot of a lot of people may not go to God when they get real angry. It's no excuse. You get what I'm saying? It's instant. It's instant. You think you're feeling better when you can go to a friend or you can stand there in front of three or four people and just pitch the biggest fits you've ever felt and then walk over, walk away and go, <laughs> man, I feel so much better. All right. So let's say, you know, out of 10 times, 10 times getting fired up. Yeah. How many times, how many of those times are you going to God first? I, here recently, um, I feel... It's a lot more. So 50% of the time. Maybe. But because I've, I've thought of the apology first. I've asked God for the apology first. And I heard <laughs> I heard that somewhere. And uh, You mean you're asking for forgiveness before you even do it? Right. Yeah. And yeah. so I found in doing that, when I do do it, and it, you know, look. It's practice, right? Oh my goodness! Are you kidding me? Like the pause and being like, "Yeah," and I'm not don't trying to say that. I'm not trying to make an excuse, <laughs> but I'm going to tell you right now: if you do it, it in prayer, or if you're working and you're talking to God, you know, however, however you are praying, when you get done, I'm telling you, you're going to feel three thousand times better, and you're going to you're going to say, "Thank you, Lord. I was about to be a moron." You know what I'm saying? I totally agree with that. If I can if I can get out of myself enough to not be self-righteous, you know, um then yeah, if I if I put myself in a position to receive. Mhm. Because 
God wants to give to me, but He's not going to force me. Right. So He wants me to have peace and to feel calm and have serenity, but He's not going to force it on me. Right. So if I want to sit in my self pity and be pissed off, He's going to be like, "Well, I have something for you." Right. If you just receive, um, but if I'm not in a position to receive, it may take me a little longer. Um, to feel better. Right. You know, and sometimes I do it through gritted teeth. So what what did you read earlier on James? Do you do you do you have it available? Yeah. If you don't, we'll move on. Well, you know, I, I've always had a thing for the book of James only because it talks so much about the words that come out of our mouth. And let's be clear for everybody that knows me and those who don't but have listened. I got a lot to say. No. <laughs> and sometimes, just sometimes, I speak before I think. Mm-hmm. I do too. Um, I, do. I am much better in my in my older age, and I'm much better sober, and I'm much better being connected with God mm-hmm. to go, maybe you shouldn't say that. And it doesn't right. really come like that as much as it goes, don't open your mouth. Don't open your mouth. You know? Right. <laughs> Walk away. This, If you say this, it's not going to go well. Or, you know, whatever the situation is. But anytime I hear James or a study on James or I get um, some way about, you know, gossiping, you know, because mm-hmm. everybody likes a little bit of gossip. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's certain things that lead me to James. So, but this is under the uh, James 3, under the first section, controlling the tongue. Um, it is verse 2. Indeed, we all make many mistakes, for if we could control our tongues, we would be perfect and could also control ourselves in every other way. Um, which is a large part of me, <laughs> my mouth. You know, I saw one of these, um, I don't know if it was a shirt or a hat, and it was like something about, I have the best heart or heart of something, but this, oh, this mouth gets me in trouble. Right, right. (laughs) And I thought, man, that is totally me, because I really do mean well, Mm -hmm. but man, my mouth, and we talked about this a little bit too, um, I used to be very, very passive-aggressive. And in, you know, getting healthy and being in recovery and working the steps and doing all the things to to be self-aware of myself, you know, being passive-aggressive is just one of the many things that I did. You know, I read in a book, and I'm reading Drop the Rock, and it said a statement about sarcasm and what the purpose of sarcasm was, and I can be very sarcastic, and I don't like that either. Right. Um... So I try to be cautious. Right. <laughs> As I make the face, right? <laughs> well, you know, I think, I mean, that's a good point because a lot of people think, you know, be cautious of what comes out of your mouth, off your tongue, as curse words. Now, yes, curse words, but it's also the thoughts, the sarcasm, the ego, the attitude. Oh, for sure. The smart. You know, I don't want to say the A word, being right. a smart tail, uh, and things like that. Mm-hmm. Just the same. Yeah, because they all come out in the form of words. Right. If you're looking at someone and you're thinking they're an idiot, at some point, some form of that will come out of your mouth, which is where passive aggressiveness comes from. Yeah. Sarcasm comes from because in your brain, you're like, this person's an idiot. And instead of going, I need to love them like Jesus does, or I need to have patience, or I need to have, you know, and I am bad at that. I'm like, oh, I need to have patience. I need to have patience, you know. Um, and this was a conversation we had in the meeting, you know, before, you know, trying to say or not say things that may or may not cause someone to walk out of a meeting or never come back. Right. Right. Um, you know, but I try not to hold, take, take responsibility for other people's recovery. Yeah, I want to um, be kind. I want to speak truth. You know, um, 
so those are the things I try to keep in mind when I'm choosing the words to say to a sponsee. When right. I'm choosing the things that I should say, you know, despite what I think, right? right? Because my ego will get in the way and all these things will get in the way. You know, if someone, you know, relapses a lot or, you know, and I don't have the experience with that. I mean, I'm trying to figure out how I can be supportive and kind and speak truth to them. And I have to be cautious right. and not be like, man, why don't you get this? You know, mm-hmm. I've been sober 300 and, you know, 90 some days, don't right. you know? Right. <laughs> well, you know, going back to like you said, if you feel some way about somebody that sooner or later it's going to come out of your mouth. So when Jesse's on the opposite end and now all of a sudden she's the idiot. Mm-hmm. She's going to stand flat-footed and pitch a fit with that person, right? Yeah. Or. or oh, yeah, because I have a huge ego. So or the- get upset and go vent to her husband or to her friend. Mm-hmm. Or, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so now two people's like that. Now we've involved the husband and the friend, and now they're dealing with these thoughts and frustration that, you know, they're, his wife's going through this and vice versa. And you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's a. Uh, Man, it could be a, it could be a, just a vicious circle as well, right? And um, so then you, then you do got okay. So let's let's <laughs> you ju- mean you mean ju- like I do all the time? <laughs> <laughs> just naturally cursing, naturally saying swear words. So, so think about this. Look up the definition of passionate, if you don't mind. Right sure. now, go ahead. So, because and so why I'm thinking this is somebody may pitch a fit get on their soapbox and start cursing and say, you know, F-bomb this and MF this and, and all kinds of other things and be like, sorry, I'm just really passionate about that. <laughs> right? What's the difference? So passionate, showing or caused by strong feelings or strong belief. So It's not entirely possible. So in a person's mind, Curse words is showing that your thought or belief is even stronger? I mean, sometimes. Uh, No. Okay, well, why do you use them then? Because I'm an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, but if you... I think... I think you're right. Not that you're an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. Whoa. That it, it is about habit... Um, in the dialect, right? So, if you are trying to be pissed off, saying the f bomb gets your point across, right? What? That's what you think, yeah. But, but yeah. that's what I'm. Th- that's yeah. what I'm saying, right? Right. right. Um, but then, well, you said, I mean, I don't know, malicious intent. I don't. I don't know. What I mean, it being, <laughs> but but, I think you know, or when people say, you know. Anything mean, right? I mean, it doesn't have to be a swear word. Well, when somebody curses, it raises eyebrows. <laughs> like whoa, huh? You mean like when we interviewed Darby and you said a swear word? Oh, okay. <laughs> that's a, that's a great example. That is a great example. When he was explaining to me, okay, when and and I've went to God about it. I'm still going to God about it. It's okay though. When, when he was explaining that. Somebody was making fun of him for being Christian. Okay, so let we know there's persecution. You know what I mean? We know what you go through being a Christian, any religion, right? Mm-hmm. But when he said somebody, I mean, that boy was pouring his heart out. And when he said that, immediately I seen red. Like, I wanted to know <laughs> who he was talking about and where they lived. You were going to punch him in the face. Let's talk about how many f bombs did you think about? <laughs> so let's talk about that. I don't even know how to explain what what I was thinking. You, you see what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And uh, and you know, I, then I got crunk up and said, you know, somebody telling him that he needed had a lot more to learn because he was so young was a was BS. You know, and it just. But it was from it was from me being so Passionate. upset that he heard or somebody was making fun of him for that reason. I don't know why. 
Right, but you were passionate about that, and a swear word came out. But the but the swear word doesn't show passion. No, the word itself doesn't show passion. Right, but it doesn't. But if you are passionate about a topic, you oftentimes not you people right. oftentimes swear more. Right, How, we just got like rabbit hold on a bunch of swear we words. Did. I mean, what's happened here? Man, you're trying to get me fired up about that again. I <laughs> that baby's face is like his eyes got big and i don't think it's like he'd never heard the word before but i don't think he expected it to come from you right which is kind of funny because i mean we both admitted we swear a lot i um, swear way more than than i mean i shouldn't swear at all but i swear way more than uh and it's no it just comes out it's not oh, like that's that's what i said it becomes a habit and i think right. we talked about this on another podcast where i i said the f-bomb in a meeting one time in a conference room full of people Right, and I didn't even realize I did it. And then after the meeting, my boss was like, "Dude, you yeah. said the f bomb," and I right. was like, "No way!" He was like, "You totally did." Right, and I was like, "Oh, you know." Um, so being well, conscious of what you say. Yeah, I think for me, the the words their self, the curse words their self, is because I'm not thinking right when I use them. Oh, for sure. You, you see what I'm saying? So I think they actually erode the passion. Hmm. I think they actually erode it. So if you're clear-headed, you know, you're, you're trying to be as close to Jesus as you possibly can, and you're, you're thinking on your feet, you're thinking, you know, the way you should, being in the Word. Right. If going you're, from you know, there. If you're spiritually connected. I think they erode. I think curse words erode what you're saying. What's coming I, I think, out of your mouth? I think mouth. they devalue it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, it's it's harder for people, and that was one of the things in business learning too. You know, when he looked at me and said, "You know, people, I mean, you're a leader." Right. Right. You know, you need to be a leader, and you just are swearing up a storm. <laughs> right. You know, and then I, you know, I went and I prayed about it, and I have had I have had some victory um, when I pray about it in. And it's something, it's it's like lots of habits. You know, you have to be cognizant of it and, you know, try to alter what you do in a way that is conscious right. for something that is unconscious at a certain point. Um, but it comes, it comes even more than that. So if right. we're, if you're, you know, being cognizant and self-aware of the ugly thoughts that come out of your mouth, you know, and repositioning or refocusing your thoughts, um, then I think that that's helpful, right? So if we're like, okay, let's focus on, you know, the fruit of the Spirit as opposed to all the other things. Read this, Proverbs 15, 4. Oh my you God. might get a Braves update because Cooney is just <laughs> sending them left and right. Nice. Proverbs 15.4. A gentle tongue is a tree of life, but perserve, pers, per, well, wait a minute. Perversiveness. Perverseness? Perverseness. I think that's the word. In it breaks the spirit. I'm going to go with perverseness. Right, read, it, read it again. Let me read it again. A gentle tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness, that word gets me, is a break. In it breaks the spirit. Well, of course. So so when you were cursing, Duh. standing flat-footed, where's the life at in that? Well, why you cuss so much? I don't cuss near as much as you. <laughs> don't, don't. That's what Kim says. <laughs> Every time I'm like, why are you swearing? So, He's like, I don't swear. Do, you, do I really swear that much? Y'all so, y'all just pray for me and all the swearing that I do. So, but do you get that? The, yeah. Oh, for sure. It's uh, For sure. It uh, it ain't part of your passion, homie. So, nope. let, so let's circle back to what we were talking about earlier when you said a 12-pack yeah, sound let, really good right now. Let's get into what you call it. Planning a relapse. Planning. I mean, I mean, you said that to a me. A relapse. I did because you it, said I was planning a relapse. And let me tell you, I was on that bicycle going down that <laughs> hill, and I'm talking. I was flying. I was going so fast, my feet were off the pedals. They mm -hmm. were sticking out. You know, I had my little 
I had my card in the front spoke and a, and a can in the back making all this. <laughs> you know, I was I was on I was on the uh, downhill slope um, of the field I was pitching. And you said, you're playing the relapse. And I was like, I started to hit the brakes on the bike. And I said, whoa, cuz I got to jump off. Right. And um, did you see what I was saying? Oh, that's why I jumped off. You know, and and I ha- I had the same thing. It's like I told you, I had the same thing happen to me. It's like, you know, when I first stopped drinking and and was going to meetings, and people are like, "Oh, you you decide to relapse before you taste take that first drink." Right. You know, this happens and that happens and this and and you know, like you said, oh, the six pack of beer or oh, and then the beer front of the beer cooler in the gas station. Right. You know, and then it just happens. Right. Um, you know, but be having the ability to see that in someone else, and thank God someone has the ability to see that in me. <laughs> so, so let's let's say from the beginning, right? It was a bunch of thoughts going in on in my head that I hadn't went to God about. Right. Right. And then it got to the point to where I was telling you instead of going to God. Remember, I'd even said. You you asked me, well, what 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 had you got from your prayer time this morning? And I said, well, there was a couple of guys that that I sort of felt like, you know, God wanted me to reach out to and and tell them how, they, how I thought they was doing a good job or mm-hmm. how they were speaking to me directly and this and that, and, mm-hmm. and I hadn't done it. And you was like, well, there you go, right? And I was like, whoa, cuh. <laughs> You know what I mean? Well, and, you know, uh, when he gives us something and then we refuse to do it, and then we wonder why we don't feel any better. Right. Right. You know, it's like, it's just the same thing, what was it, a week or two before that, when, you know, I had someone say, you know, call five people. And I said, no, I'm not doing that. Like, I picked right. my phone up, I'm going to do it, I threw it down and said, a swear word, and I'm not doing that. Well, well remember, you, you asked me, and it, look. You feel like crap a lot of times, or I do, when when these things come out of my mouth when I say what I did. But I'm just trying to be honest because there's somebody out there that that needs to. Prob- I ain't gonna say needs to hear what I got to say, but I know there's somebody out there. <laughs> Little ego in that, that huh? <laughs> no, that's dealing with some stuff, right? And well, just like we are, and we we try. We pray to God before we start each one of these podcasts, and I just I feel real, you know, for lack of better words, doesn't sound macho at all. I just feel transparent when I'm talking. Right. See what I'm saying? Uh, but I but I have realized that there's a lot of things I need to to go to God about. But you said, you know, well, why haven't you? And I made you know a comment along the lines of, guys don't do that. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, that come out of my mouth, and not and not. Let, let's clarify that. I didn't say why haven't you not gone to God. I said why haven't you done what God asked you to they, do? Right, right. And you said men don't do that. And I said so. God's asking you to use your words to inspire someone, or motivate them, or to pour into them admiration. And you're saying you're not going to do it. And you were like, "Whoa, shut up!" <laughs> right. But it was total. It was total defiance. Oh yeah. It was total ego and machoism and oh yeah. You know what I mean? It was. <laughs> well, and then we want to sit in our pity party and wonder why we feel like crap. Yeah. And until we can't stand it anymore. So, so when you think in your mind, you know, planning a relapse. Right. Think of all the things. Now, I'm not saying I was actually planning a relapse. Don't don't get me wrong. But it made me think. Let me think of the things all throughout the week that I had let come out of my stupid mouth. Mm-hmm. That led up to the point to where I said, and I can't even remember the original question you asked. Mm-mm. And I said, Yeah, that that's possible. 
or a 12 pack of beer would be even better well actually you said a six pack and you said a six pack of a very specific beer what i mean did you write this stuff down i'm just telling you 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 didn't say the regular old natty daddies that you drink you said something of some name of a specific beer that you didn't think they even made in the bottle anymore oh i remember that right so you were very specific about the choice of drink now that was that time beforehand you had just dropped you know things about right. you know uh, a drink you know just a few times it wasn't like you had been habitually talking about drinking right. but it rose a it rose a flag for me right for you for uh, i mean you know what i'm saying right. like like in Absolutely. in that hey this is what you're doing so you know i thought to myself well i had let i had let the week you know or the the days leading up to that i'd done some venting i definitely dropped some f-bombs you right. know, uh, got a little aggravated here and there, cursed the sun, the heat, got frustrated and aggravated working in the heat. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And He's all of, and all of which through throughout the process of what two or three days didn't go to God about any of that. Right. Didn't go to God mm-hmm. about any of that, and then bam, out my mouth two or three statements. Mm-hmm. About getting some beer, you know. And in addition to that, you had your mind was racing, right? Nine hundred right. miles an hour, right? Which is what happens to us. Yeah, we can't grab a thought. We can't calm the storm, right? But now, we know. But we. But we. Meaning, you know, people people who have an addiction, the disease tells us, oh, we know, right? We know what could calm that. Well, you know, and I'm not. I'm not saying this in pity at all it's just what happened it it's the truth oh i mean it's the ro- it's it's the ride that we take if we don't say spiritually fit right? right we're up and down up and down up and down and it's it's the whole term for emotional sobriety mm-hmm. right <laughs> if we can stay spiritually fit if we can stay in the middle of the road if we can right. stay on the beam there's all of these analogies yeah. for it um then we're good. Right. And we do that by prayer and meditation. We That's calm right. the storm by having a conscious contact with God. That's right. And we do that by telling Him what's going on. Right. No matter what it is, no matter how pissed off we are or how sad we are or how defiant we are, which is usually my case, you know, or how, you know, self pity and defiance are mine. You know, I'm either really, really <laughs> defiant or I am really really in self-pity well you know as you said that i was thinking to myself you know with all the things going on i think you know the prayer time that i had that i used you know afghanistan the service members that was killed their family and whatnot can i just interject one thing right there yeah i have literally literally seen at least five or six different photos on social media of empty tables with beer, beer cans yeah. or beer glasses yeah, I've seen that and in you know observance or reserving a table for them and then and, and in every case it was alcohol and i just thought hmm yeah. that's interesting yeah well i think you know that's uh I, I like it i agree with it myself uh but yeah it is interesting that it's all alcohol which it goes back yeah. to that same conversation we had, right? Rabbit trail slightly um, about the friend of mine in the Facebook post of the oh with of cheers the, of the shot for right. a friend of mine who'd passed away, Word. and we had a conversation on actually, on the that I said cheers to them, right? And we had this con- you and I had mm-hmm. this conversation that there's that connotation. Obviously, the this person was a drinker. I'm a drinker. You know the. But also in that, too, cheers being, you know, even with my kids, it's like when they want to clink their cups together, um, you know, but that's just that's a side note. Right. So you as you say, you agree. It made me think of that conversation that we had about how we acknowledge um, that type of of thing when we see it on social media or with our friends or whatever. I didn't think about it. In, in that way, the conversation we had had, 
but I thought about it when I got a text this morning at 7.54 where uh, me and a couple of buddies are doing drink a, a gallon of water ah. every day. A gallon of water every day. And one of them sent a picture of his water bottle. Excuse me. And said, cheers. Make this a beautiful Sunday morning. Right. And he's cheersing his water. He's And to me, I never <laughs> cheersed anything right. but alcohol. Right. So uh, I was definitely wrong in those thoughts and questioning you in doing that. Well, we talked it through and you yeah. understood. I mean, but it, right. it, it's it's funny how it circles back around. But no, right. I didn't. But you're right. So back to what you were saying. You you had used your prayers and your thoughts for Afghanistan and the, the servicemen and and the other things that are going on. Yeah, that's what I'd use my time for. And, um, you know. Well, we my, do that. My, my usual time, right? So, what I what I realized is, I didn't. That was the only time that I did. So when I got to wanting to be mad or ill or irritated or whatever, say a cuss word, I didn't. I didn't go to God then, right? So, I mean, why do we? Why? And I wonder about that sometimes. Like, do we feel like it's all used up? Yeah, really. I mean, <laughs> you God, know, like like God, it's not all used up, God, but God gets all day every day because He gave uh, me and you the day that we're in right now, this very mm-hmm. minute. Well, I so, think it also goes back to to living life on life's terms. We talked about this before. Yeah. Is we're bitching and complaining, and we don't like this, and we don't like that, and this pisses us off, and and this isn't going our way, and we're not getting what we want, and but at the end of the day, like you said, he gives us every second. That's right. It's already planned out. He has all all of the all of the routes that we could possibly take, and right. what's going to happen if we take them. Um, but he already knows. So and, why are we so worried? And you know what? It goes even further talking about the Afghanistan, the servicemen and women that mm-hmm. lost their life. Pray, pray. But we've, we've got seconds now, minutes, hours, until the Lord calls us home, that we can glorify God's name. They can't anymore. What, what better way to honor those people? To take every second, every minute, and do that. No, try to do the best we can for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, 100%. we and I think you know we and we talked a little earlier about it. You know, we don't realize what we have. Mm-hmm. You know, right. as far as you know, everything, every person. You know, what right. we have as an Americans, what we have as you know, where we are in our financial status, uh, what we have. As being in recovery, there the blessings are never ending, right? Right, and you know sometimes it's like okay, so when I say when I use prayer time, you know, I don't always pray for the things that I want to, right? Because I want to pray for those people, those people's families who have lost their lives. In in war and and I and I'm I'm not going to just say Afghanistan because it's happening everywhere. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, it's important to me. I feel strongly about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but what happens in my mind is whatever is happening to me. Yeah, right. <laughs> we we get self centered, and it's whatever is happening to us. Right. You know, or whatever's happening right in front of us, whatever that person is doing. Right. That is bothering me and making me some kind of way um, overshadows that. Mm-hmm. You know, so if we can take the time, which, you know, I try to do, and sometimes some, some mornings are better than others, um, not do anything. <laughs> right? Like, I'm going to sit here. What, what, God, what do you have for me? Try to clear my mind. You know, meditation is something that I am fairly new at, and it is very weird. <laughs> right. You know, trying to, you know, sometimes feel, you know, I don't know. They call it, you have monkey brain when you meditate. But I think it's important to try to be centered because the other day, 
I had the strangest, uh, I say strange because it doesn't normally happen, um, but I just had this need to write people's names down, like a prayer list, and that had never happened to me before, and I was like, and I was really surprised at the people that were on the list, and like, I, I didn't hold back, right? So, if a name came to me, I wrote it down, Right. Um, and I was like, that's weird. <laughs> Like, you know, the first couple, I was like, oh, yeah, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. Whoa, that does not make sense. That does, okay, 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 I'll write it down. That does not make sense. Wow. Um, and then I was like, why? Oh, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> but for whatever reason, I was, you know, I was told that I needed to do that. Right. Um, to try to have, you know, understanding and compassion for those people. Right. You know, and, and I can only get that. Um, if I slow down just enough yeah, to get out of myself, which is also, that's not the only way. Like I said to you the other day, you, you know, did you ask God what, to take it away, to uh, clear your mind, to help, you know, whatever the situation we were talking about. And you said, yeah, this is what I got. I said, well, what'd you get? You said, this is what I got. I said, what'd you do? You were like, nothing. <laughs> and I was like, Okay, so I'm going to call you back in a little bit, and you're going to do what God's told you to do, right? Yeah. I call you back in an hour, and I'm like, so how'd it go? And you were like, I didn't do it. And I was like, oh, so that's how we're going to be today. You know, like, we yeah. we make those choices. We stand flat-footed and go, nope. Yeah. It makes you feel like crap to say it, too. You know, it, but thank God we have someone to say it to us. Right. That's right. So... In, in your perspective on planning a relapse, how important are somebody's words that come out of their mouth? Very. It don't mean it takes two days. It might take a year, right? Yeah, oh, for sure. It might take five years. But the, the entire time, and I'm very, it hardens your heart heavy, but it hardens your heart, man. <laughs> <laughs> we all want a soft heart and right. remove that prickly, that prickly right. sour heart or whatever. Right. right. Sour. So, I said sour. I'm pretty sure it doesn't say sour. It yeah. might say sour. Wow. Now I got to look it up. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, there was another one too. I wanted you to read another proverbs. Um, so yeah, I think it's very important to uh, all day, every day, go to God, pray to God. Praise God to keep that uh, spiritual fitness going on. Right. Um, but it's, for lack of better explanations, it's easy to right. get all caught up in our flesh and our anger. Well, that's our, how we're made. And our cursing. You know, yeah. I mean, let's let's be clear. We were made imperfect. Right. And, you know, but God doesn't want us to stay that way. And he's given us the opportunity um, to be made new, right? And just so we're clear, it says stony, stubborn heart, which is a lot like me sometimes. Um, but he gives us the opportunity to to have things pour into us right. that make us more receptive. And let's be clear, when you're not, when you're in the, oh, this is my passion, so I'm going to cuss. And pitch a fit and throw things. And oh, I am calling you out this week. You just wait for it. <laughs> you, you are not pouring into anybody else no. doing that. I'm going to call you out just like you made me not know what to say when you asked me that question. It got on me. I'm just saying, I, I had you're to. getting it. It, it. it got on me. I mean, like leprosy? What do you mean it got on you? <laughs> <laughs> like a tick. Of course. Uh, so I was going to get you to read this Bible verse here in my phone. I don't know what it did. God's saying it ain't right. It's, uh, <laughs> man. I mean, it zoomed really small, and I'm pretty sure you're not going to be able to read it. It's that. I am. I have. <laughs> wow. Proverbs what? 21. Do you see it right yeah, there? Yeah, 21, 23. Yeah. Whoever keeps his mouth and his tongue keeps him out of trouble. Get you some of that. That means keep your tongue in your mouth. I mean, I feel like we just said that. Like, why can I not shut my mouth? Well, one thing, you're a woman. 
Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, what, what kind of comments are you going to have to deal with on Instagram for that? So, not only does he swear, hello, pot, meat, kettle. Oh, wait, you're pot, I'm kettle? I'm the kettle. You're the kettle, I'm the pot. Sexist pig. Oh, wow. <laughs> Says all the women listening to our that, podcast. That was a total joke, and you know it. I, okay. That was, that was a total joke, <laughs> and you know it. This is like you saying women can't drive. You said, I can't drive because I'm a woman. Do y'all hear this? I can't drive wow. because I'm a woman. Look, I think the conver- the question that I rose earlier Made for a really good podcast because you were stumped. Oh, you manipulated my feelings once again. Don't put me in the category of being a sexist. (laughs) Are you not a little sexist? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. (laughs) I just like to cut up and have fun. You know that. I'm just saying. You know that. Let me hear you swear this week. Mm. I'm on you with the scripture like nobody's business. So... I think we pretty much covered keep your mouth shut. Word. And don't don't pitch a fit. You know, and and listen to the people around you and hopefully the people around you are listening to you. Because yeah. it's it's how it starts. But but you can't pour into anybody when no. you're when you're doing that. And you can't and you gotta stay right. You like can, like we sometimes I'm not right for days and days and and the more days I'm not right the easier it is for a thought of a drink to come. Right. You know, knowing that I know that it won't fix it or make it better, which is the insanity behind it. Um, but if I can stay right, or as, as right as I possibly can, um, and I do that in you know with prayer and Bible studies or, you know, meetings or groups or other alcoholics or podcasts or journaling. I mean, the list is endless. Whatever I need to do to be connected, that's what right. I need to do. Absolutely. Let's talk about this coffee. It's uh unless you've got some something else, I something with some meat. L- like this Guatemalan dark roast that you bought for us. Well, all right, so you was hollering my coffee game is weak. Not <laughs> but not in and of the sense. I wasn't providing uh, a great selection. Well, that too, because you only provided two of the seven you, coffees we've had thus far. You what? Well, yeah. You need to sit back and really think about what you just said. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Three of the seven. There you go. <laughs> so, so, including so. this one. This is the third one. <laughs> <laughs> but you was talking on the strength of the of the coffee yeah man you you really want to taste it you you gotta not be able to see through it so i went uh to the gon outdoor blast in cartersville uh seaville i felt (laughs) wow (laughs) wow i'm really retarded sorry guys (laughs) so uh i seen this and i tried some of it and i was like yeah this ought to be strong enough for so i should get some some cred back on coffee strength yeah so what is it called who makes it i don't know i just saw it said oh i did take a picture of it it says guatemalan dark roast i don't know let's see and uh it's stout i like it uh is that an eight eight oh three outpost coffee company or is that b03 it's 803 803 outpost coffee company guatemala dark roast oh now there it says 803 is that their website does it say Uh, anything yeah www.803outpost.com and they have a little instagram and facebook icon so they're getting around it's pretty decent right i'm on a so, my mind being the way you should drink coffee with nothing in it. <laughs> so, it's going to be, you know, full coffee flavor rating right here. Uh-huh. Not breakfast drink. 4.9. What's with the point nine? It's, it's I mean, just, I told you I was going to map out all the coffees and they're okay, going to be okay. little coffee cups. And well, how am I going to have a point nine okay. coffee uh, cup? I mean, can't you just go in the middle? I'm. I'm sorry. You could go with a half 
If you want to okay. use a half, I could do half of a coffee cup when I'm drawing it out. It's, but I mean, it's on. not a five, so it's not a five, so it's four and a half, four point five. Mm, I was gonna say five. Okay. So yeah, we're about the same. Yeah. So. And I have to have a handicap because you know it's a breakfast drink. Yeah. I got Splenda and cream in mine. Right. Um. So yeah. Now, in all these coffees we're trying to, are you using the same cream, the same type creamer? I am using the same flavor creamer. I don't use the same type because when I go to your house, you don't shop at the Kroger so or the Walmart. So um, I have Kroger or Walmart brand creamer at my house, French vanilla. We straight up public gang over there at the right. house. And you buy Publix. the name brand stuff that's like $5 a bottle, and I drink coffee several times a day and can't afford a five dollar bottle of cream we straight up public gang over there i'm just saying so yeah so it's i drink french vanilla creamer and splenda in all yeah. of my coffee if i can yeah except at the clubhouse it's powdered creamer and splenda then because you know that's all they got but i do have to have cream and splenda right i do not use sugar because i don't know i got addicted to diet drinks years ago and now i can't <laughs> eat real sugar it's weird mm. Yeah, I I do like I do drink me a diet Mountain Dew every once in a while. Right. Okay. Well, if you ain't got nothing else with any meat to it, you got we got to come at these people real, son. I mean, real. We got to come at these people real. I think you got squirrels and doves on the brain. I do got doves on the brain. There's <laughs> a there's a pile of doves about to catch the smoke. Um, you know what I mean? Awesome. You done? Yep. I'm done. All right. Holla. We'll holla at y'all. Bye.